And we're back. This is Dump on the Ump, Season 5, Week 40. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the C-Block. C-Block. Ostensibly a baseball podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Coming at you from Champaign, (laughs) Illinois, my name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Joe, it's going well. I'm coming at you live from Brooklyn, New York, where I'm surprised that we actually made it to the C block tonight because we started yeah. off the A block being pretty sleepy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So anyway, it's... we've been getting amped up listening to Enya all night long. Yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had the death metal cover version of Enya, and now we got the reggae version cover of Enya. Which I've hurt. Yep. Oh, man, what if you went to a nightclub that was just Enya? Right. It was just called Enya, and they only played Enya and covers of Enya songs? Yeah. That'd probably be a pretty unpopular nightclub, if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. It would point. just be like you and, like, a bunch <laughs> yep. of, like, spa owners, you know? And, like, Norwegian, like, three yeah. Norwegian tourists. Right, the tourists. <laughs> Like middle-aged Norwegian tourists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In socks and sandals. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of tourism. Speaking of tourism. Thing. That was good, yeah. Uh, we haven't podcasted in a week because I have been out of the country. Uh, and I went to visit Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, only Trinidad, actually. It's two islands. a dual island nation. The southernmost island in the Caribbean, right? Fact check me on that. Not you. I think that's right. Um, It's right next to Venezuela. You can see Venezuela. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. You can? Yeah. You can see Venezuela in the west and in the south. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, And it is, uh, it was very cool. I'd never been to the Caribbean before, and it kind of wasn't what I was expecting at all, but I also um, think that Trinidad is a little bit different than a lot of other Caribbean islands, uh, because they have oil there. That's a country that's that's oil. Um, So it's not super touristy. Interesting. Um, and I think Tobago is pretty touristy. And I think Tobago is like white sands, palm trees, coconuts, steel drums, like resort hotels, chilling on the beach style. Uh-huh. Um, but Trinidad, where I was, was a little, not so much that, what I was expecting. And it was funny because, you know, all of the people that we interacted, I went down with my girlfriend and her sister and a couple, and a friend of hers and uh, for her birthday. Happy birthday, Michelle. Um, and, and we went down there kind of on a whim because uh, there was a good flight deal. So we just kind of went there not knowing too much. And we were only there for like five days. So we kind of had a, you know, it was pretty easy. Uh, and we rented the car, kind of tooled around the northern part of the country. Um, and but anyone like we uh, chartered a boat and went out around kind of on a tour around um the islands around uh, Trinidad and went swimming and then we like rented this Airbnb and like talked to some people at bars and like everyone that we talked to was like, what the fuck are you doing here? (laughs) (laughs) 
that's when that's when you know you've done something right. Yeah, exactly. They're like, what? Why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> like, were you like vacationing along some kind of like industrial zone or something? No, we flew into Port of Spain, which is the capital city, and uh, you know, we rented a car and drove around. Let me tell you something about Trinidad and Tobago. Terrible drivers. Oh, nice. Terrible. The roads are really narrow. There's no lines on them. And everyone kind of just drives down the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, is like every single, like we got this rental car and it came out and it was like, um, it was like the person before us who rented it had entered it in some sort of like uh, off-road uh, <laughs> enduro, enduro race. You know what I mean? Yes, like, yes. You know, they, they like go, you know, how they rental cars, they go around the car and like mark off the areas where there are scratches and dings. It was like the entire car was marked off. On the paper. I wish I had kept it so that I could show it to you. Fucking ridiculous. Like both bumpers were all fucked up all along the sides on both sides. Like the mirror was cracked. And, <laughs> and so. And so we were like, all right, well, that's the way this is going to go. And um, and then it quickly became apparent as to why, because the roads are like really narrow. No one knows how to drive. And everyone is like drinking all the time, apparently. Nice. So, yeah, that was cool. Um, and so we spent a couple days in Port of Spain and, you know, ate some street food, went to this like nightlife, nightlife strip rented, like, chartered a boat and drove around, and then we went up north into the jungle and spent a couple days at this really cool, uh, super secluded Airbnb on this cliff overlooking the Caribbean ocean, the Caribbean sea. It was really beautiful, like, incredibly beautiful and really nice. Um, And it was, like, off the grid, there was no internet. The only electricity came from a generator. Uh Um, And, but... The people who were renting it were just, it was like this guy and his son, this old guy and his son, who was actually, the old guy was like a, went to Dartmouth back in the 60s, and like, they showed up, and we showed up, and they like, we started, they just had us drink all this rum, and it was cool, Um, really cool guys, but they were like, why the fuck are you here? It was really bizarre. Because um, when I think of to- like the Caribbean, I kind of think of tourism. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And we were there like as tourists to like go to the beach, like yeah, yeah do the t- you know hiking the waterfalls or whatever. You but know? but you think that the tourist spot is T- Tobago, not Trinidad? Right. Yeah. Okay. And in fact, people were like, if you come back, you should just go to Tobago. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't go to those shitty island. Go to the right. other island. <laughs> And everyone also was like, you should go do this. But, you know, be careful. <laughs> everyone was really nice, but they all warned you about how many criminals there were. Right. Well, basically, yeah. And like, yeah. we met a lot of people, you know, because yeah. you know, we were like the road. We didn't have like data on our cell phones. So we were like asking directions and like, you know, we didn't really have many plans. So we were like asking people what we should do, blah, blah, blah. And like. Everyone was very nice and super accommodating. You know what I mean? And then they're all like, what are you doing? Right, yeah. (laughs) 
anyway, uh, it was really, you know, I would recommend it. I think it's nice. I think that probably we didn't have any trouble, but I think right. probably there's trouble to be had there. Right. Um, judging on people's reactions. Uh, um, but apparently I w- I'd like to go back for their festival, which is in February, which apparently is like uh, the biggest party in the Caribbean. So, oh. yeah. Uh, do they have a winter league? No, I don't play baseball there. Uh, they play uh, soccer so- and cricket. Cricket. So are they, like- are they a British colony then? Yeah, well, they used to be. Former British colony. So. Yeah, and they so- also, the other thing is they drive on the left. Uh, oh. And I was doing all the driving, so it was, like, really stressful. Right, yeah, that would, uh, that would be stressful. Yeah. So they're English-speaking. Yeah, English-speaking. Uh, but it's also really cool because it's like super, um, it's like super ethnically diverse. Oh, I thought it was mostly have, like a uh, uh, black African. Right. Black African, you have like, uh, you know, white English people. Uh, there's like a ton of Indian people there. Oh, interesting. Um, we were actually there during the festival of Diwali, which is an Indian holiday. Um uh, and then they also have, uh, you know, a large Chinese minority because really? That's yeah, once the British colony, like once the British got rid of slavery, they started labor from China. Right. Exactly. Gotcha. So Trinidad has the number one most national holidays in the world because of that. Oh, cool. That, so they and, do like. They do like Diwali and Chinese New Year and right. like and like Christmas, Mardi Gras and yeah. Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's also cool because you'll be like, you know, walking down, you know, like chatting with this guy who's like Chinese and has like a really thick Caribbean accent. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so cool. Uh, yeah. Put it on the list. I still. Yeah, I, would, I would recommend it. That's all I'm saying. I wanna. I wanna try to convince you to go to the Dominican Republic with me in February. Okay. Uh, for for winter ball. Okay. Yeah, I'm probably be convinced. Yeah, I, I think. See how employed I am at that point. Well, hopefully not too employed. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And we should we should podcast from the DO. Right. Yeah. I don't speak a word of Spanish, do you? Yeah, a couple okay. words. Okay. And then food related. Yeah, right. That's all. <laughs> all right, we'll get by on that one. So that's sweet. Awesome. Yeah, can't wait to go to vacation. I told you I'm going to uh, Cancun for Thanksgiving. Right, yeah. Yeah. So that'll be fun. But I'm not going to watch any baseball, unfortunately. Well... You know, you could like watch some reruns or something. <laughs> I just, I just go to Cancun for a week and just stay in my hotel and watch the 1986 World Series. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and your family's like, Joel, we're going to the beach. And you're like, ah, ah. Game five. Right. They like pull the shutters open. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> you just hiss at them. Yeah, I'm really excited about this vacation. Your fingernails are really long for some reason. <laughs> oh, we've been here for three days. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> That'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> really excited for that. Um, all right. So baseball season is winding to an end. That means, like, if we want to keep podcasting, we have to talk about other sports ball events. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's so hard. Everything it else is, is so sad. There's, like, and no joy in sports other than Dull baseball. and boring. Right. So let me go with the Chicago Bears. Here's the thing. You know, I live in Illinois, and I've got lots of Bears fans. I do not have an NFL team that I support. Right. But, right? I've got teams that I'm like. Were, what, if you were to choose one, and, like, someone had a gun to your head, and they were, like, I don't know, the Joker, and they just were really <laughs> into, like. I'm the joke. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And, like, make people answer, answer ridiculous questions. <laughs> and the Joker asks you, what's your favorite NFL football team. What do you say? Seattle. The Seahawks. Seahawks. See, that's the wrong answer. Because the Joker is a Bears fan. (laughs) Ah, dead. Damn it. Should have known that. The Joker is like a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. Something fucking stupid like that. Did you watch that movie? No, have you? Nah. Nah. When I don't have to pay money to see it, I'll watch it. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, the Chicago Bears. So the Bears last year, they went 12-4, and four, right? They won their division. They hosted a wild card game that they lost on the double doink missed field. Right. So going into this season, they was That's a right. Wild. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was pretty hilarious. Right. Going into this season, there was a lot of optimism about Soldier Field. I also have this whole theory about Chicago sports <clears throat> going, you know, it's no, now that baseball is over, it's no longer north side, south side. It's just Chicago. Right. Everyone's a Bears fan. Everyone's a Bears fan. Mm-hmm. But they, uh, they started the season three and three, and now they're three and four because they lost. Last night, uh, seventeen to sixteen in Chicago to the San Diego Chargers. Wait, the Los Angeles Chargers? I don't. The Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego. The Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego, who are two and five going into this game. And weird feedback. Uh, and the Bears also lost this game on a missed field goal as time expired. Same guy? No, different guy. Oh. Different kicker, yeah. And so the Bears uh, quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky, he had two fourth quarter turnovers. Was that a Polish name? Because that would be yeah. perfect. Yeah. That's perfect for Chicago. I know. Is He's, that why they hired him? Do you I think? believe so. I believe so. Mitchell Trubisky, so bad at football. Right. He wasn't even a football player until last season. <laughs> right. He's a dude. In right. Living in whatever. Packing sausages in Aurora. <laughs> and the Bears management was like, that child, yeah, that child right there, he's got quarterback written all over him. He's got the look. So they traded up to draft him second in the 2017 draft. You know okay. who they drafted him ahead of? Uh, Colin Kaepernick. No, Deshaun Watson. Sean Watson, who is Houston? 
Houston, right? And Patrick Mahomes. Uh, that's who I meant. Who did I say? Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. I yeah. meant Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Whoops. Yeah. Whoops. That's what you get for drafting a pole. Yeah, I would have drafted Mahomes. Yeah. And I would have changed his last name to Shalinsky. <laughs> Just do a piece of the Chicago fan base. Right, yeah. <laughs> ah, this is this is our new quarterback, Patrick. Boris Shalinsky. <laughs> Why does he look like that? He's Polish. Because <laughs> he's Polish. Don't ask about it. <laughs> that would have been the smart thing to do. But good God, yeah, the NFL is so terrible. Except for the New England Patriots, who are really, really fucking good. Yeah, the Patriots' defense is the best defense of all time through yeah. however many games have been played. Who do they have on that defense? The McCourty brothers. Oh. They're two twins. Yeah. Something else. Uh, Dante Hightower still plays for them, I think. Huh. Um, who else? Yeah. Yeah, the Patriots are undefeated, and then I feel Patrick like... Young? Oh, yeah. Wow, he's old. Yeah. They got all these old dudes. Right. Yeah. Uh, they're incredible. How are they doing that? Like they're just good. They're just like they're like playing really good. They have like I feel like <clears throat> Bill Belichick for like ten years in a row has only drafted defensive backs. Uh huh. And that's it. And like finally it's paying off. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Patrick Chun played for the Ducks. I forgot about that. He's from Jamaica. Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Chung. Oh. Played college football at Oregon and has been a member of the Philadelphia Eagles. From Kingston, Jamaica, age 32. Trey Flowers? Oh, yeah. Uh, lost Trey Flowers. Michael Bennett. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Never no, never mind. So the only other, we talked a little bit about this last week. The only other undefeated team left in the NFL is the San Francisco 49ers. Um, and their quarterback is Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. I would pay to see a San Francisco New England Super Bowl to see, you know. Right. The most boring Super Bowl of all time. Oh, no, wait, that was last year. That was, and like most years, to be honest. Right. Yeah. But, you know, it would be like the Sith Lord versus his mentee, right? It'd be like the Emperor versus Darth Vader or something like that. Tom Brady versus Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. But, you know, lightsaber. Bill Belichick's managing both teams for some reason. <laughs> what the fuck? That, that, that cannot be allowed. That can't be legal. What? <laughs> Yeah. Jamie yeah. Collins. Football is big and dumb and stupid, and the Patriots are going to go to the Super Bowl and probably win it. 
Oh, this is a really great picture of Jamie Collins tracking down Baker Mayfield on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is like so terrified looking and Jamie Collins is like gonna murder him. (laughs) Baker Mayfield's like, I'm about to get raped and Jamie Collins is like, I'm gonna kill this guy. Baker Mayfield is one of those guys that I I like go back and forth about so often because he's such an asshole. Like is he? a fucking douchebag asshole. But he's also, in my opinion, kind of funny. Uh-huh. Like he plays the like cocky asshole thing really well. Remember uh Johnny Manziel, Johnny Football? Yeah, Johnny Football. He was just a cocky asshole and he was dumb as like a load of rocks. I don't know if right. that, you know, like, you would clearly like, oh, you don't know what the fuck is going on, and you're a moron. Jo- uh, Baker Mayfield is a cocky asshole also, but you get the impression that he is, like, in on the joke in a way that Johnny Manziel never was. That's why I like him. Right. But he's not very good. Not yet. Right. I mean, I don't know if he will get good, and that's the problem with being a quarterback in the NFL, is that if you play for Cleveland, you're never going to get good because you're always going to have people chasing you and tackling you. Right. Wow, I'm looking at these numbers for the Patriots' defense. Um, Their passer rating is, you know, passer rating against is 40.6. Wow. The league average is 92. Yeah, I, I thought it was in the 80s, but yeah. Their red zone TD percentage is 14.3. Wow. The, the league average is 54.9. Yeah. Uh, third down conversion percentage is 15.6. The league average is 39.3. Jesus. They're, they've, no, that can't be right. What? They have 19 interceptions. Yeah, they have crazy amount of interceptions. Like yeah. somebody, cho- somebody put that on a graph, as like everybody bunched up in this corner of the graph, and then the New England Patriots way the hell off in the like other corner. The league average is 5.9, and <clears throat> they also. I think I think the Carolina Panthers have yes. nine or ten. Oh yeah. And they're they, second place. They've they've scored four touchdowns and they've allowed four touchdowns. The defense. The defense has scored yeah. four defense, like you know, pick six or fumble recovery for a touchdown, and they they've allowed four touchdowns in eight games. So you're saying that essentially you can trot Tom Brady and the New England Patriots out there, take a knee on every down, and you would still probably win the football game. Right. Yeah. Against other professional athletes. Right. Yeah. That's fucked up, man. That's so fucked up. That's fucked up. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see. We're halfway through the season, right? Eight games? Yeah. Are you ready for some more stats? Here we go. Yeah. 
48 total points allowed by New England heading into Week 8 are the lowest since the AFL-NFL merger and the second lowest on record, trailing only the 1946 Cleveland Browns. The Patriots' score differential of 175 is the best all-time through seven games. No team since the 1948 San Francisco 49ers has started a season 7-0 and missed the playoffs. 8-0. Now they're 8-0, yeah. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Lou, we'll keep an that's, eye on that. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. What uh, What can you tell me about basketball? Uh, it's up for the first time. Oh, sorry. I started yawning so hard. <sighs> sorry. I, go on. I don't know, Sam. I don't know. For the first time since LeBron James went to the Miami Heat, there is no clear favorite to win the NBA championship. Really? Yep. The Warriors are one and two, and they don't look good. Right. Uh, the Clippers are who I would get on the bandwagon for. Right. Um, the Lakers, they have two guys who can play basketball. And right. nobody else. And then the East, I don't know, you got the Celtics, you got Philadelphia, Milwaukee. I would, if, if you put a gun to my head, I'd probably pick Milwaukee to win the East. Uh, that's a good joker pick. Yeah. Yeah, the Joker loves the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. He's like, ah, the best player is from Greece. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> exactly. That's my Joker. Yeah, that was, that was a pretty good Joker. Um, and then I think Toronto, don't like Toronto, even though they lost like their two best players, they're still pretty good. Right. Heading into Tuesday night's season openers, so this is last week, the Clippers were favored to win it all, 22%, followed by the Lakers, 20%, the Milwaukee Bucks, 14%, the Rockets and the 76ers, 11%, the Warriors, 8%, the Utah Jazz and Denver Nuggets, 6%, and the Boston Celtics, 4%. Mm, so you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. There's a, a decent chance. Uh, yeah, the Celtics are going to be good. I don't think they'll win, but they're going to be good. All right. Well, you know, if you had to pick right now, who's your pick? You would pick the Clippers. Clippers. Yeah. And in the East, the Bucks. Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't it be crazy? Like a Clippers Bucks NBA Finals? Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah. Well, you know, who's the, who are the two best players in the NBA right now? Yeah, Kawhi Leonard and Giannis. Giannis, probably. Yeah, probably. Because what's his name? Is KD's out? Yeah, KD's out for the whole year. Right. Kyrie is leading leading the way in Brooklyn. LeBron's in LA. Um, Clay Thompson is down probably the whole year, so the Warriors are without him. 
She was a crazy stat. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Since the year 2002, there have only been nine teams in the NBA favored to win the NBA Finals. What? Lakers, Lakers, Spurs, Spurs. Mavericks, Mavericks, Spurs. Celtics. Lakers, Lakers, Heat. Heat, Heat, Heat. Cavs, Cavs. Warriors, Warriors. Right. And most Meanwhile, of the, the Washington Wizards are like, oh, shucks. Right. They're not the Washington Capitals or the Washington Mystics or the Washington Nationals. Anyway, it's wide open. Anyone can win it. I'd go with the Clippers. Uh, my team, the Portland Trailblazers, I think they're going to have a hard time even making the fucking playoffs. They'd have to be under 500 for that to happen. Yeah. Um, right now, well, no, here's the thing is that the West is stacked. So right now, the Trailblazers are picked to finish 43 and 39, which is good enough for 12th, 12th overall in the league, but I think they'll finish, oh, 7th in the West. So they should make the playoffs. But then why do they say they got a 44% chance of making the playoffs? That doesn't make sense. Well, I'll tell you what. The Minnesota Timberwolves are number one in the West right now. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be good. And the other one is the Denver Nuggets are going to be good. And they're both in the Trailblazers. uh, (coughs) Conference? Division. Division? That's what I meant. Yeah. The worst team by far right now is the New York Knicks. <laughs> That's so bad. And after Durant like threw so much shade at them. Yeah, they deserved it. I know. Basketball is going to be a really long season. We'll start paying attention to it like in March or something like that. Right, I- yeah. We'll start paying attention once the first couple months of the playoffs are over. Right. Yeah. Next September? Right. Once we enter month three of the playoffs, I'll start paying attention. That'll get good. That'll get good. Then we'll really have narrowed it down to the two teams that were (laughs) apparently going to be there at the midseason. Yeah. But hey, it's more exciting than it has been in previous years when we all knew it was going to go to the finals at the beginning of the season. Exactly. Yes, that's my point. This is the first year in all recent history where we that's different. So that's good. <clears throat> all right. Um, gosh, what else have we not talked about? Let's see, football, soccer, oh, college football. You just wanted wanted me to say that and not you. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Um, College football is so great. I should just start my own podcast where I just talk to myself. I should just start my own podcast and not record it where I just (laughs) talk to myself. You're just like sitting at the breakfast table like talking about college football. Like, making eggs and being like, wow, I really like what Auburn's been doing on defense lately. 
<laughs> yep, that's pretty much all I do. My cats, my cats just sit there and stare at me. Right. I start talking about the run pass option play. Yeah, you're always talking about how crazy your cat is. Well, let me tell you something. Your cat is looking at you and being like, God, my human is so fucking crazy. <laughs> He's just all, he, all he does is talk to his food. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, you got to have yards after the catch. That's the best way to have a productive offense. Right. After the, you catch the football, you got you got to take that hit. And you got to keep running eight, nine, ten yards. Yeah, yards after contact, I think it's called. Yards after contact, correct? Yeah, there you go. Oh no, that's yards, different. Yards after catch is what I meant, but yeah. All right. Um, I'll I'll say this. I did go to um my friend's my friend Taylor's house for watching football on Saturday night. And uh, she's a big Notre Dame fan, and they just got whooped by Michigan this week. Right. Uh-huh. And it's super awkward to be at your friend's house watching a game that you don't really care about while their team gets their asses handed to them. And they get sadder and sadder. And you're like, You just get I? drunker and drunker and meaner <laughs> and meaner. Yeah. <laughs> then you're like, ha ha! <laughs> right. I'm just enjoying watching you suffer right now. Meanwhile, you're like catfishing their best player. <laughs> hey, Marte Teo. Yeah, hey, Teo. Hey, baby. <laughs> I really need to get into this catfishing uh, industry. Yeah. You gotta get into the game. And yeah, the people, people in the catfishing game call it the game. Okay, good to know. Yeah, no, I, I gotta do some research. Catfish Simone Biles. <laughs> On Twitter. <laughs> Classic. God, you've gotta be close to retirement, huh? 22? Yeah, I thought so, but that's why she's, like, breaking all the records, is that she's 22 and still dominant at gymnastics when most women are not. She's also, like, four feet tall. Yep, four foot eight. We looked it up. That's the thing, like, that's what's fucked up about gymnastics, also, is that, you know, we talk about, oh, I'm 35 and past my prime in NFL years. Dude, you're past your prime in gymnastics years when you're 17. When you're what? Like 17. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is messed up when you think about it. Well, I mean, you know, it's like you can have your whole career in gymnastics and then you have to, you know, at some point start making an actual living. Yeah, doing what? Because it's not like... You know, only Simone Biles is making money in gymnastics right now. You know what I mean? Like, yes. nobody else is getting paid. <laughs> exactly. Except for Simone Biles. Right. Yep. Totally and that's not. that's it. Like, in the world, there's only, like, two, three gymnastics people who are making yep. money. So. And it's, like, it's the- good. Because then they can, like, go to college, get a real degree, and then get a real job. Unlike these 
you know, college athletes that you love so much. <laughs> They're just giving themselves traumatic brain injury. Right. They're just like going to be on permanent disability. Right. At the age of 35. At the age of 35. And all of their fans are going to be bitching about their taxes. And it's like, well, stop rooting for college football, asshole. There you go. <clears throat> go You're down. the problem. Go oh, down. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be good. Okay, so if the Joker had a gun to my head and said I had to root for a college football team, I probably would panic and say the Ducks. Because that's the... Joe's showing me his green and yellow Nikes that apparently are brand new. Oh, mighty... Oh, Oregon. Right? Yeah. I'm really excited about these. Yeah, that's cool. You're giving money to, you know, go to hurting children right now. Yeah. On two on two fronts. <laughs> two, two because fronts. they're Nike. Yeah, at least two fronts. <laughs> Possibly three. Yeah, probably. Probably three. Yeah. <laughs> wait, so wait. So if, if the Joker had a gun to your head, you'd say you'd root for the Ducks? Yeah, just because I've... Because of you, that's the college football team I know the most. Right. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're good. Am I, like, what, am I going to root for Rutgers? No, <laughs> you can't. Like, they won. They beat Liberty. Liberty is literally Jerry Falwell's college. And Rutgers, like, they beat basically a for-profit Christian school that has a football team. Nice. Yeah. Maybe BU? They have a college program? Uh, I don't know. BC does. BC? Yeah. yeah. Who did John... Wait, no. Doug Flutie. Who did he play? Yeah, that was, that was BC. BC, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe BC? Yeah, they're better than Rutgers, but they're bad with you, too. UMass? They're really bad. Yeah, I wouldn't root for them anyway. I don't, yeah. I don't like UMass. Uh, Syracuse? Syracuse? Syracuse. Nah. Nah. Buffalo Army? Could root for Army? They're fun. No. I would not root for Army. <laughs> Come on, West Point. Absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, yeah, no. New York State does not have a lot of competitive college football. Right. Yeah. Or New England. Or New England. Uh, although Vermont's always good in Division Two, aren't they? Vermont's been undefeated since like 1968 or something. Right. Which is the last time they had a football team. Well, okay. I thought they had a bunch. I thought they had a good like minor... hockey team. Hockey. Okay. Yeah, and downhill skiing too. That's cool. Yeah. Just uh, root for the Oregon Ducks. They won. They beat Washington State. They're 7-1, and one, but they're probably not going to go to the championships. Are they going to make the playoff? Is that what you mean? I'm, I'm meaning that they will probably will not make the playoff. Will they make it to a bowl game? Yes. And, and probably the Rose Bowl. They, oh, I thought the Rose Bowl was a playoff game now. It's rotating. So once every three years, it's the playoff. Oh, okay. 
So this year the playoff is the Cotton Bowl and the Peach. No, the Fiesta Bowl and the Peach. The Tostitos Fiesta Bowl? Uh, I don't think it's Tostitos anymore, but we can keep calling that because it should be. Right. Oh, okay. Here's what we should end on. The goddamn New Mexico Bowl. They needed a new sponsor for the New Mexico Bowl. Uh-huh. And they got one, and it turned out to be a shell corporation that this guy just made up because he owed hundreds of thousands of dollars in back taxes, and he was trying to hide it from the IRS, and he got to be the sponsor of the New Mexico Bowl. And then he got busted? or? And then he got busted. So they still don't have a sponsor? Uh, you Correct. Should we do it? The New it's Mexico Bowl? Jump on the um- Fiesta Bowl? No, the well, no, the New Mexico Bowl. What would we call it? The dump on the Yumps New Mexico Bowl. Could we call it something other than the New Mexico Bowl? Like what? The Old Mexico Bowl. <laughs> Played in Albuquerque. Right, just troll the entire state of New Mexico <laughs> by calling it the Old Mexico Bowl. Well, we call it the Breaking Bad Bowl. Right. The, then we get all the clicks. Right. The meth bowl. The meth. <laughs> and it's like we'd get like Fresno State versus North Texas or something in that game. <laughs> that would be so cool. Oh, man, we'd look so dope in our matching suits. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm saying. We should write a letter. I'll write a letter. To yeah, just see what kind of sponsorship money they're looking for. Right. And also, in reverse, see if they'd be willing to sponsor us. Right, right. It can't be that much if this guy who literally was trying to hide his taxes was trying to sponsor them. Here we go. Right. ESPN suffers ties with New Mexico Bowl, which apparently isn't a real company. Last year was Utah State versus North Texas. ESPN announced a new title sponsor for the game this month, Dreamhouse Productions. Shortly after the announcement, New Mexico sports site Enhancement Sports began work on a series of articles exposing Dreamhouse and CEO Eric Martinez, referred to as a scam artist, as fraudulent. Dreamhouse hasn't even broken ground on their studio that was supposed to open this past spring. And an article from the Albuquerque Journal reveals that Dreamhouse's address in state records is the same as Martinez's home address in court records. This guy made up a production company. Court filings show Martinez owes at least $60,000 on credit card debt. Average to garnish his wages to repay the debt. So the most recent garnishy was Sony Pictures Imageworks Inc. This is where we need to. This is our scam, Sam. We got to get in on this. We just pretend that we have money and then like find some desperate college football, <laughs> and then we just steal all the scholarship money. <laughs> From North Texas State. (laughs) (laughs) 
right, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, that's what the Fiesta Bowl did to Connecticut, actually. The Tostitos Fiesta Bowl? Yeah, the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. Because when you get invited to a bowl game, they, like, make the university buy, like, 10,000 tickets. And uh-huh. then come to the university to sell those tickets. And whatever they don't sell, they get at a loss. So we just have to force North Texas to buy 10,000 tickets to the New Mexico Bowl at 100 bucks a ticket. Right. That's a million dollars. And then, right, we, but then go, we they show up and it's just like a parking lot in Albuquerque. In Albuquerque, <laughs> yeah. there's like a bunch of meth heads there, just like wandering around. And you know where we are? Trinidad. <laughs> right. And people are like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> a suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Full of football. <laughs> and then all those kids lost their scholarships. Right. Right. But we'll look dope in our matching suits. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, then we can just buy a yacht and broadcast our podcast from there. But pirate radio, literally. That would be so cool. Yeah. All right. Good plan. Good plan. Good plan. <clears throat> All right. We got there. It took us a while, but we got there. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. This has been <laughs> Don't Bother Yump. Ostensibly a baseball podcast. This has been the C-Block. Uh, for Sam, my name is Joel. Thanks so much for listening. Um, have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. <laughs> And then we just play Enya on our yacht. Yeah. Non-stop. <laughs>